I'm looking for similarities in the way troublemakers think. This is Steve St. Clair, co-founder of Trouble Group. Join us as we learn from others who are shaking things up. The American Dental Association recommends brushing your teeth twice a day with fluoride toothpaste for two minutes each time. When you brush your, and this is straight out of their website, by the way, when you brush your teeth, you help remove food and plaque, a sticky white film that forms on your teeth and contains bacteria. That's all well and good, but other statistics show that 69% of Americans brush their teeth at least twice a day. That leaves 30% who don't brush that often. And digging a little deeper, only 4 of 10 Americans, that's 41%, floss at least once a day, and 20% never floss. My next guest has come up with a brilliant solution for this very old problem. Keith Arbeitman is CEO of Simple Brush. Welcome, Keith. Thank you, Steve. Ha- really happy to be here to, to discuss this product and, and our, where we are in our evolution. It is quite an old problem, right? Right. I mean, if you look at the, the modern toothbrush, it's one of the unique tools that if you traveled back 100 years, uh, and gave it to somebody on the street, they probably know exactly what it is and, and how to use it. I believe George Washington used a twig of some sort that was roughed up on the end. I'm not sure if that's accurate or folklore. Could be. Could be a lot of folklore about George Washington's teeth. So that was the first sign we weren't doing something right. <laughs> So Keith, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, sure. I, I'm a practicing dentist uh, in Manhattan. I've had my own practice for about 20 years now. Native New Yorker, born and bred, grew up in Brooklyn, went to college up in Western Massachusetts, and, and from there moved back into New York and uh, went to NYU Dental School and started my practice fresh out of school with my partner and wife about 20 years ago. And, and we built the practice one person at a time. And uh, here we are 20 years later, very fortunate to have just an ideal practice with really great people we get to take care of that can accept great treatments. I've always had somewhat of an, a curiosity, I guess you could call it, of, of processes. Uh, in college, I studied management. I've always been interested in efficiency. And you know, early in my practice, that led to developing a lot of different systems that make us really operate smoothly as I got deeper into my private practice, I began looking at other opportunities to improve efficiency. And ultimately, uh, we landed here on, on, on how people brush their teeth. What was the inspiration for Simple Brush? Sure. For 20 years, I see my patients every three to six months. Um, and I tell them the same thing. You need to do a better job. You need to brush for two minutes. You need to use uh, an electric or manual toothbrush. And you know, again, two minutes is the key. Uh, You had some interesting data points from the American Dental Association, but what I came across when this first started was this one statistic that really resonated with me is that the average person will only brush their teeth for 45 seconds. Wow. So no matter how well you do it with a manual or electric toothbrush, we just know they're not terribly effective when they're not used for two minutes. So I started wondering, well, as a profession, we've kind of let our patients down because We understand that this behavior is limited. People won't dedicate the time that they need to properly take care of themselves. I I should clarify, not all people 
will take the time they need to take care of themselves. But all we do is tell them every six months, you need to do better. You need to bet to do better. So I started exploring this to see if there was a way we could you know, just find a, a tool that would meet people where they are. And that's really what started this journey. How can we find something that can essentially do it for you in less than the amount of time you're willing to commit to, to brushing your teeth? And, and that's how we landed on this concept uh, and really started the development of the, uh, the product. So it's, it was an admission that the whole dental practice, the practice of dentistry could do better. Yes. You know, as a dentist, we're technically you know, surgeons by training. So you know, we do procedures to cure a problem um, and we do that with our hands, but a very large part of what we do is education. And so a lot of the time we spend is reinforcing proper habits. Uh, and some people do respond, but, but unfortunately, a lot of the time people don't respond and improve their oral hygiene until it's cost them a lot of money and they have irreversible damage. And so, you know, I felt, again, there was definitely a need for us to be able to offer something uh, that can help people get moving in the right direction. There are people that just won't dedicate two minutes to doing this. And that's just the bottom line. They're never going to. And those people have, have really raised their hand and, and been appreciative of what we've put out uh, and have been quick to kind of join on uh, the bandwagon of what we're trying to do here. And, and it's very satisfying. Yeah, I think it's a brilliant move. I, and the thing I like about it most is it's been there staring us in the face for a very long time and you have uh, solved it. So tell us about your, your solution. Sure. Um, simple brush is a unique combination of, a, of fairly simple components that we've been able to get to work together to, to get the job done. People have, have taken a stab at this over the years. Uh, and then we've, we looked and we saw what people have tried to do. And, and we, we started with an approach that, you know, in our design was, let's make something that we would want to use. Let's make something that's attractive, something that's elegant, uh, that can offer a solution. And through our, our engineering, uh, I was fortunate enough to, to find a team of, of, I will say they were brilliant engineers and they were able to really understand how toothbrushing can be effective. And then from there, we were able to develop a, a plan in which we could make this product happen. And you know, what, what we've seen over the years is everybody is trying to create these large mouthpieces that vibrate uh, and will kind of slap the plaque off of your teeth. And they're terribly ineffective for two reasons. One, vibration diminishes over distance. So to vibrate the portion in the back of your mouth would would be terribly uncomfortable for a person to, to have in their mouth. Um, in addition, the amount of energy and battery life it would require would, would make it impossible to work. Um, that was one fault of previous uh, attempts at this. The other was everyone was trying to use these silicone bristles. And that's really uh, what, what separates us. Uh, you could injection mold silicone in, in any possible position and angle. Uh, but silicone as a rubber essentially absorbs force. So again, you have that problem if you're trying to create vibration or any energy through silicone. So anyone listening, if, if you have a silicone toothbrush with bristles that are made of silicone, not a great idea. It's just not terribly effective at cleaning. What we learned very early on was to be effective, you needed nylon bristles. Problem is nylon bristles are um, put into a toothbrush in a linear process. 
Uh, there's not much angulation. You could probably get eight to 10 degrees of, of positioning. But when you're thinking about how to clean all of the teeth at once, well, you need to cover you now about 270 degrees roughly uh, of, of angles. So the, the genius was our engineers figuring out a way in which we could implant the bristles in a horizontal process and then fold them into position through what they call a living hinge. And that's our, our patented technology that allows us to differentiate ourselves significantly from anyone else that's tried to do this. So it's, it's really in the bristles because nylon needs physical movement. So we create a movement of five to seven millimeters, uh, not vibration. Um, but what that nylon does and the way plaque works is the nylon just physically disrupts it and destroys it. And it takes a few hours for the plaque to reform. That's why we want you brushing twice a day, flossing it every day. It takes about 23 hours for the plaque to reform. Uh, and nylon gets in there. It just disrupts it, falls apart, and then starts forming again. Um, but we found a way to do this very effectively uh, using this material. Uh, and that's really what differentiates us from anyone else that's, that's made an attempt at, at doing this. You mentioned the angles that it has to achieve. And tell me more about that, not, not the patented part, but just that, that to me is one of the biggest issues, like flossing. You know, floss gets into places that a toothbrush can't. But still, I'm sure I'm missing stuff because I can't get all... I, have, I never had my wisdom teeth out, and I know I'm missing some work I should be doing mm -hmm. in the back of my mouth. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a little story. And because you would think as a dentist, we know all these statistics, but, but frankly, we don't. Early in our development, a, a very large um, global CPG brought us in uh, to look at our technology. And uh, we've we had that, you know, still have a strong relationship there. Uh, and they ran some tests. And they, they, after the test, they called us up and they gave us some data and they said, your toothbrush removes 70% of the plaque on the models as we tested it. And they said, oh, um, that's great. And they said, yeah, no one else has ever been able to come close with this type of design. Clearly, you know, this works and, and, and is effective. And I was, I was very pleased. But to me, 70%, that's a failing grade. So I went back and I said, well, um, what's the, the standard? What, what is it that, that you know, what, what's the base that we're comparing ourselves to? They said, well, the average person removes about 45% of the plaque in their mouth when they brush their teeth. That's, that's straight up flunking out of school. Yeah. So I had no idea it was on that scale. And that was the standard with which we were being judged. So uh, you know, obviously, we we're very pleased with that data. And, and that I want to clarify, we're not eliminating flossing just yet. We still think if you're using a simple brush, you need to floss. We do see a path in which at some point you know, we could be virtually as effective as flossing, but we're not there yet. But yeah, that's in the future, hopefully, because I don't like flossing. It's annoying how we haven't improved that process with a, wrapping a piece of string around our fingers and <laughs> between each tooth is, again, a, a little bit how the profession is lacking in creativity and you know, could be improved. Yeah, that's good to hear. Keep me informed. <laughs> <laughs> so backing up, getting up to like 20,000 foot, from a, as, a, as a CEO, an entrepreneur, and clearly a disruptor, otherwise known as troublemaker, what were some of the challenges you faced in, in the launch of your business and getting it off the ground? 
when we first launched the product, this is back in August, you know, we'd spent nearly three and a half years in R&D, really figuring out how to get this product working. We were super excited to see it hit the world. We had studied all of the great direct-to-consumer brands. We knew the playbook from Harry's and Casper and Warby Parker, all of these brands which we respect tremendously. And when we opened up the shop, we realized very quickly that there was a major difference between us and them. Uh, and if you look at Harry's as an example, uh, again, a brand I respect tremendously, if you go to their product page and you see a razor, it looks just like the razor you're used to seeing. The only difference is it might be 25% less or even 50% less than what you're used to paying. So the value is very obvious to, to the consumer. What we realized early on is that we are, we, we're requiring a behavior change. And that's a whole different set of rules and rules that you know, haven't really been written by very many brands. So you could look at our product and, and it, you say, yeah, that makes sense. But getting someone to engage takes a bit more education than we had anticipated. Um, so we, we reflect that. And, and a lot of what we put out is just an awareness campaign and just exposing people. We think, you know, while sales have been strong, we think they'll be stronger down the road as we kind of normalize this activity. But that was something we didn't really anticipate until we were in the world and we were able to start speaking to people and getting an understanding of who was buying and, and what hesitations people might have had. That, that was a bit surprising and has made it an interesting road because, again, there, there's really not much of a playbook we can follow in something like this. Yeah, I can see that. But just you're on it because I'm looking at your website right now and there's this line I love. It's weird, but it works. <laughs> that kind of language, that kind of uh, approach to the education, I think is great. You know, our point of view is just that that describes us. You know, this is different. We know that. Let's take that off the table. The bottom line is it works. Yeah. And you throw in that 40 percent versus 70 percent statistic. Holy cow. Yeah, correct. And, and we have, you know, from that was a benchtop test that they had provided us. We've since run clinical data, a clinical study uh, through the Forsyth Institute up in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, and they, they gave us very strong uh, clinical data as well. What else are you up to? Like, just for your business, for instance? Well, we think the, the biggest opportunity that's that we're, we're headed towards taking advantage of is rolling out a pediatric product. Um, our, our parents are buying this for their teenage kids and giving us really good feedback. Um, so we've taken it a step further and are developing a, 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 a handpiece and a mouthpiece uh, that's designed specifically for kids starting at five years old. And we think that's going to really help create this behavior um, and, and get people comfortable with it from a very young age. Uh, as a parent, my kids are fully grown. I don't watch them brush their teeth anymore. Um, <laughs> but at the end of a long day, the last thing I wanted to do was stand over them when they were five or six years old and brush their teeth. It was, you know, we were just all exhausted and had <laughs> just wanted to be done with it. So we think Simple Brush is going to be a really helpful tool for kids and also for their parents. 
Uh, so we expect that to come out sometime, uh, it looks like late Q2 of this year. Um, and, and we've taken the, the knowledge of what we've learned from our current customers uh, and, and have put that into what we're developing. Uh, and we're very excited. It's going to have a very, very um, approachable price point uh, relative to where we launched the adult product. Um, so we're very pleased about that. Um, and and so, you know, obviously very excited. Um, additionally, we, we always have R&D going. Um, we're always trying to improve. We're looking at our bristles and how they work and really getting granular. Uh, we just received, I think it was eight different combinations of bristle layouts from our production partners that we're testing in the lab you know, as we speak. Uh, so we're going to see some incremental improvements in the cleaning efficiency and effectiveness of the product. Uh, and, and those incremental changes, um, you know, at this point, we're, we're going to go from good to great. And we're, we're very excited about that. Now, later this year, we're looking also to start scaling overseas. There's a lot of interest in the European Union. Uh, and, and we can see through Google Analytics where people are coming onto the site. So you know, we, we get, have a large amount of traffic from Europe, um, from, from Asia, uh, India in particular, um, very, a lot of interest there. So there's a lot of interest in this and, uh, you know, we're, we're beginning to take the steps to, to scale it, to, to ultimately become a global brand. That's awesome. So are you aiming more at direct to consumer or are you going through Dennis or both? And we are direct to consumer at this time. Uh, we're developing our professional level sales program that we'll probably be rolling out sometime in Q, late Q1. The profession's interested, but the profession has a lot to lose uh, from getting involved and raising their hand too soon. And, and I understand that. Um, so we think it's going to come more from consumer pressure. Um, uh, what we're seeing are, are people that were early adapters coming back uh, after their checkups and saying, I didn't tell my dentist and I, this was the best checkup I've had. And they told me my gums look healthier than ever. Uh, so, you know, that's where we think we're going to move the needle. Um, I, dentists want their patients to have the best. And I understand that's why, you know, they're always going to say, use an electric toothbrush for two minutes. And I agree. It's a great tool. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, again, when I have a patient who's coming back every six months for four or five years and they're not improving, uh, you know, this does the trick and, and, you know, we're going to find our, our kind of tip of the spear. Uh, and, and I think that will ultimately bring the profession around down the road. And, and as we continue to improve, it will become more attractive to them as an offering. Yeah. They'll be educated from the ground up in some cases, I'm sure. So tell me about the user experience of simple brush. I get online, I order it, then what? Sure. You place your order. Uh, we have it sent to you from our shipping partners. Um, and then usually it will arrive in three to five days. Uh, we have an intro kit, which is the only way you can get your simple brush. And uh, you open the box and you find a really neat looking stand. Uh, everything you would need to get started. You have a, uh, our a sample of our simple paste. Uh, and you have two sizes of mouthpieces. And that's the key right there is it's not one size fits all. It's right now it's two sizes fit almost all. We think we can cover about 80 to 90% of, of people's mouths, uh, various anatomies. Uh, and we encourage people to try both and see which one is more effective. The, the one 
that comes attached is for someone with a little bit more narrow uh, mouth. And the one that's still in the box is for someone a, a bit a bit more of a broad smile. Um, you know, another really unique thing that we did that allows us to cover so many different sizes uh, of mouths with just two, two mouthpieces is we've built a lot of flexibility. So when you put it in your mouth and you press the button, we don't just want you to move it side to side. We want you to push it and really stretch it. It will stretch back to your wisdom teeth. Um, it will reach every surface, but you, know, you can't be afraid to put a little pressure on it. It's designed to do that. And the reason is we don't want to make something so big that you know it would be intimidating or people would be concerned that they would gag. So essentially, it's built to go up to about halfway to your second molar. And then by moving it and stretching it, uh, it it's able to kind of grab onto your teeth along its natural anatomy to, to clean you know, effectively pretty far in the back. Um, so everything in that kit uh, is what you need to get started. Um, Simple Paste is a great product that we designed as a proprietary toothpaste. Uh, and it's not because I don't love conventional toothpaste, but the way that they're designed, the chemistry for over-the-counter toothpaste, it's made to sit on your toothbrush for two minutes <laughs> and last. So it's very thick. What we needed was something that would foam up really quick but also would rinse off pretty easily because we have a lot more mechanicals that are exposed and a lot more bristles. And we wanted it to be something that would wash away rapidly. So that's why we recommend using simple paste. We think it's going to uh, prolong the lifetime of the simple brush because you know, that thickness and those chemicals in conventional toothpaste don't do the mechanicals you know, very well. A simple paste is a very clean formula. It's organic, non-GMO. We don't use fluoride. And the reason is, is that you know, fluoride's not terribly effective for adults. Mm. And we have a really interesting compound in there called nanohydroxyapatite. Hydroxyapatite is what your teeth and your bones are made of. Back in the 70s, NASA developed this to help remineralize lost and return lost bone density from astronauts that had been out uh, in space. Oh, right. And for whatever reasons, it didn't take off here, uh, but has taken off in a number of countries, particularly Japan. I don't think fluoride is a standard of care there. Um, why does this work better for adults than, than fluoride? Fluoride's a very big ion. It's huge. Uh, and it binds to the surface uh, and doesn't really penetrate the tooth. Kids' teeth, it's very effective because their teeth are not as mineralized, so the fluoride can penetrate a bit deeper. Nanohydroxyapatite, because it's such a small particle, can penetrate deep within the tooth and can actually help restore some areas that are decayed deeper in the tooth. So rather than just protect the tooth from the outside, it protects the tooth from the inside out and has some, some really unique properties. I order my simple brush and I get a starter kit, so to speak, right? Correct. Do you pull a cast of their mouth? Uh, do they send that back in or how does, how do you, how do you determine which one? No, we don't. We let the, uh, the user determine. And that's why we give both sizes of the, uh, the mouthpieces. Uh, we call it cradle. Oh, so yeah, you can try both sizes and, and you let us know what works because we have our simple set program where every three months, we're going to send you some fresh toothpaste and a fresh set of bristles and a cradle. 
Um, and you'll decide which one you need based on you know, which one you've been using and which one is more effective. Man, you've thought through every step of this. This is brilliant. How long did this, when did you first start thinking about it? Uh, it was, um, actually, I want to say it was 2018 was when we first started kind of kicking the tires on this idea and, and starting to interview some, some different engineering groups and kind of, and started putting pen to paper. So, uh, you know, it, it was about three and a half, four years, just about from, from iteration to, uh, to launch, which people tell me is fast, but it didn't feel very fast uh, at the time. That is fast. Yeah. Keith, let's talk about you personally. What makes you tick? Um, I really enjoy the journey of, of a big idea. Um, I enjoy the challenge of, of taking something that might seem uh, a bit taking on more than, than I should. Um, I, I think I'm ambitious and, and have a pretty strong level of self-confidence, which is something that's grown in me over the years from you know, not the easiest uh, childhood per se in some ways. And so you know, taking this idea and, and seeing it through and, and all the twists and turns, uh, as much as I might complain about them as they're happening, that is the, the, the challenge of solving a problem that no one else has been willing to take on, I find terribly exciting for me. You certainly aimed it at a problem that needs solving. And that's, that's what I think a lot of, I'm finding that a lot of troublemakers think that way too. They're looking for some big thing to solve. Yeah, it was kind of staring us, you know, right in the face for all these years. And you know, the fact that it's just been so overlooked by technology, even though it's it's one of the few behaviors all of us have in common pretty much around the, the world. More or less everybody on earth at some point will probably brush their teeth, I think, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the fact that it had been completely overlooked in terms of introducing technology to it still surprises me a bit. Learn more about Simple Brush. That's S-Y-M-P-L-B-R-U-S-H dot com. From there, you can learn more about them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Keith, thank you. It was a pleasure speaking with you, Steve. Thank you. This has been a Trouble Group podcast. Learn more about us at troublegroup.com. If you're a troublemaker and want to be on the podcast, email us at steve at troublegroup.com. Steve.